Yo, so welcome to the Socially Capable Podcast. This is your boy, Elijah Rosario, here with two really dope brothers. Know a lot of shit. We still learning a lot of shit. Y'all introduce yourselves. Hey, next time you say this is Elijah Rosario, I'm going to just cut you off and say this is Marcus. Okay, you can do that. That's cool. We go with that. <laughs> the people ain't going to really know. Well, they going to know. But y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. This is Marcus. Dun, 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 dun. This is the second time this nigga has came in late. <laughs> this is Javon. What's up? What's Ladies up? and gentlemen, Javon is here. Javon is here, as always. In the cut, chilling. Real sniper. Had to make that um, man, really excited. Got a lot of energy this morning. Um, man, how is everybody doing? Doing pretty well. Um, it's been a stressful week, as I'm pretty sure y'all have been feeling the same thing. It most certainly has been a stressful week. Um, you know what I've been looking up recently? Labor unions. Um, we was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, we brought that up a little you bit. You know what's pre-pro. really funny though? What's um, up? Um, there's no real courses on it, and mm. like you know the like the online course type of things like Coursera or something. And there's no real audio books on it on Amazon. Mm. I think it's not really um, popular information, yeah. but it's necessary. Absolutely. So why is it necessary? It's, especially if the information is not being given as much. Why is it necessary? Mm. Well. Today's world, I'm not sure. That's something I'm looking up, how it's necessary in a world where machines are taking over everything. But it's necessary for class, um, the class struggle, basically. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see every creative person that's working their 9 to 5, and they know their 9 to 5 is giving them some bullshit. I would like to see us form a union yeah. so we could just all start getting paid like crazy. Yeah. yeah. All we need to do is automate the management. That's it? That's it. Yeah. Being where we are, though. North Carolina. Mm. It's a right to work state. North Carolina. Yeah. And we will all be fired. So you got to think about that one. Who's going to do the work then? Hey. The replacement. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is the only thing about 9 to 5. Niggas can easily be replaced. But, you know, it's all good. We, we ain't going to complain. We just thankful to have something to fund what we are actually trying to accomplish in life anyway. So never complaining about having something to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, so what is everybody, aside from work and shit, I know we all work together, so what has everybody been up to, you know, in their spare time while we've been away? Well, I heard you just dropped something. I did, and I am very excited, but I'm not going to play my own shit on our platform. Okay. I just, I, I, I mean, I will shit. probably. <laughs> when, my, when my song drop, I'm playing it on here, bro. <laughs> well, fuck, you know what, fuck, can I give, can I give them some vibes, nigga? Yeah, Hold yeah, on, yeah. let me drop it. Dun, 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 dun. Yo, I ain't even got it pulled this up yet. This is that right, new bro. Elijah Rosario. This is that new, that new, new shit. This is, um, I'm going to give him a... L.A. Leakers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks is when you try to pull the shit up and you can't pull it up in time. Nah. Like, <laughs> I'd be a terrible, like, DJ. Like, I'd be a terrible DJ in, like, radio. Like, this is why niggas didn't want to hire me in radio for being a DJ. Yeah, like, have your song on your homepage, bro. I, I, got it. I got it. I got it right here, bro. So, yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and introduce this record. It is by me, Elijah Rosario. This is my off my new EP, Unorthodox Being. Um, promise that this isn't the type of plug your shit type of podcast. But I'm going to do it anyways because I feel good about this shit. This is Focus Popping. I think this shit's playing. That focus popping, y'all. I'm just gonna shut up, let this shit rock out. I've been contemplating if I should make a move, start up a conversation, getting to know the basis. You know, I really do, I actually really do like this record though. Um, I like this record a lot just because it's fun. It's a little vibrant, you know. Normally, I don't really be a fan of my own shit, but I actually like this record. It's weird, right? No. <laughs> I like all this shit, Oh, yeah. Vaughn, I'm still waiting to hear a mixtape, my brother. Oh, yeah? All of it. Come on, man. You gotta <laughs> send me a link, man. Send me a link. Stop playing. Yeah. 
Look, how about we leave this club and do our own thing? Go, we both grown as fuck, let's do some grown things. More drinks with a lot of laughter. Making love all night to the morning after. Hey, I'm hoping we ain't more too fast, oh yeah. I'm hoping we can make this. This type of shit that I would like low key just play on like a kickback playlist. Yeah, like, come through the kickback. Yeah, come through the kickback, like, whatever DJ. Yeah. I've been Go back and listen to that track. No, I li- no, I no, you, 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 right. Yeah. That is the type of energy I, I felt when I heard like this beat. I felt I was like, oh, okay, this, it, it's got that familiarity, familiarity. Um, so I was like, man, this, just from a, just from a psychological standpoint, I'm like, yeah, this could get people. Like just if just hearing the beat alone, like get them moving. So, you know, the words you don't the way the way I uh look at how I write certain things, like with beats like this, you don't really need to feel you don't need to fill up a beat like this with too many words. You kinda wanna let the instrumentation actually talk as well, because music talks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so Do you let, let the, the music beat, talk to you or do you like kinda go on with the idea? I let I let the music talk to me. I let the music talk to me and I, I let it actually like you know, communicate what is where where it's trying to take me, and from there, from there, man. I mean, I just get into my pen and I just do what I got to do. And where and where is the song located? Like where? Yeah, so you can actually um, you can stream this EP on SoundCloud right now. Um, it's on SoundCloud just specifically because um, I'm in the stages, and just to be transparent, I'm in the stages of rebuilding my audience. I'm in the stages of like trying to build a core fan base again. I haven't dropped like a project music or anything in three years, and I lost touch with a lot of people that I actually did have fuck with my music at one point. I was even starting to get international recognition. Um, so I've lost touch, and so I just starting at ground zero, putting it out for free, not really expecting to get paid for this music right now. Um, just need to just make sure that it's accessible to where I can start getting more into my open mic performances again, getting you know into those showcases again, and actually start performing this shit. Um, and then from there, I would be looking to get paid. Right. So just just at ground zero all over again. So that's why I put it out there. Do you treat your free stuff different than the stuff you um, put up for money? Not at all. It's all the same. Same integrity. Same same grind. Same everything. It's same energy, bro. Like the same shit I would do for free. The same shit I'm gonna do when I get paid. That's real. So that's just me. But enough about my bullshit. Um, what have y'all been up to? Um, I've been doing the same thing as you, honestly. Putting yeah. out music for free. Um, trying to get that that momentum back up and running. One of my homies hit me up with a little confidence booster. You know, he was just like, hey, bro, you a star. You gotta act like it. So it's just like, mm. um, I know we were going to go into this topic a little bit later, but just like going into like product, price, like mm-hmm. how I'm actually positioning myself yeah. to put out these things. Most um, certainly. Definitely trying to figure that out. Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's too early to get into that. I mean, we can definitely get into it more in depth. Uh, what about you, Vaughn? Before we before we get into that, what about I you? I think we already have. I think that's the way you started the show is, is showing you thinking about your marketing mix. That's exactly what we're talking about here. So it, it, we we've jumped into it. Um, oh, we've already been into we, it. Yeah. We've been into it from from the jump. That's uh, like you asked about the the stores that like the, we asked about the stores that that uh. You're playing it in, and you have it on SoundCloud. Like you have, you have it on uh, Bandcamp. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's where you're pro- like you have a price point on those. Um, yeah. on Bandcamp, honestly, this if people want to pay for it, it'll be available for three bucks. And they allow they allow you to do that on Bandcamp. Yes, sir. So on Bandcamp, I can I can set it up and I can just have people pay for it. You can download it for free. You can still stream it for free, but giving you giving you the option to want to buy this it shows me where my true fan base really is i think that's a better way to kind of gauge on where the real fans are because let's say if i ever try to put on an event or put on a show um the same i look at how if people buy this project right and this is i'm a complete nobody if you buy this project you were telling me that if i sell you a ticket for 10 bucks you'll buy that ticket that's that's a true fan to me. Somebody who's actually going to invest in my vision, my product, me as a as a creative, um, not just a nigga streaming it for free. And that's just me being real about, and knowing that that's how I want to make money. Like I need to find the real the real people. 
So yeah, that's how I set it up. But speaking, but speaking of how we're getting into, you know, the five P's, that's what we're basically getting into yeah. today. Um, I do want to hear a little bit about how do you guys, well, let's talk about what the five P's are. Vaughn, you, you seem very educated and, and you being a manager, I'm sure that you know a lot about these different metrics. I mean, these different aspects of marketing. So let's talk about that a little bit. Give us a little background. Well, I mean, um, in general, everybody knows about this here. It's just about being intentional and planning what you're doing. Mm. Um, and that's something that scales across any business, any creative uh, work, art. You want to start a, a peanut farm, anything like that, you you got to plan it out. Um, mm. So it, the the actual five P's term was, was coined in like 1960 or something like that. It don't really matter. And it was four P's. It's been growing. Like now they have... They, they, it keeps growing, but we're going to focus on the five P's here. Mm, for sure. The, yeah. the five ones that, that matter the exactly. most, right? Yeah, you get it. You can look this up. Like, if you, you can look up the sixth one, you can look up the, the four strongest ones that they that they started out with, price promotion, um, product in place. Uh, but what was added, which is what I think is the most important, that that's why the five P's here is, like, people. Mm. So... Um, yeah, the consumer understanding the consumer market today, bro, just how consumers react and act upon certain things is so important, dog. So I'm glad I'm glad they added that aspect of the five P's into this that original scheme. Yeah, a lot of um, I know particularly in the design field, like it becomes user or person centric, like everything kind of evolves from what the person, what the needs. person wants. Um, I think we're seeing that kind of in a world where like we have so many products, so many choices that you can get you can get the basics for very cheap. Um, and then it just becomes about like what does the actual person or what is this specific person going to pay more for or the pay the premium for? Um, but you have to go meet those people and talk to those people and do some type of actual observations on those people versus maybe a previous marketing mix world where it was just like you put out the product and you tell people, you know, hey, like this will do this for you. You should want it, kind of. But the, but some people actually just still go about their marketing tactic that way. Like, yo, it's out. You should you should go check it out. Like, I don't think that works anymore. Like, I feel like at a point in time on the internet, you could do that. You could easily just have a simple call to action. Just be like, yo, it's out. Go get it. Go check it out. And people actually would buy into that. But I feel like... There's so much more effort that you have to give on the back end, and you kind of got to make it look a little easier on the front end. Like, what do y'all feel about that process today? You definitely got to make it convenient. What yeah. Yeah. I, I was just going like, like products in general, like whether anything that you're selling, um, music or or like shirts anything that you're selling you have to know your product before you put it out like you have to know what whatever you're doing before you put it out um and knowing what you're doing is going to lead you to be able to touch on all your other marketing aspects that's going to get you money which is probably your end goal or to be the best at whatever you're, Most you're putting out there well I, I think if if you're not looking to at least compete in a bigger space i don't i don't I guess you got to look at things like, what am I really doing with this product? Like, is it just a hustle? Is it just a hobby? You know, like our music, like me and Marcus's music is a product. Your service, Vaughn, is still is a product in, in its own form, you know, and it's just like, what am I trying to do with this? Like, what is the end game? I think that's what helps like a lot of people out more with their like game plan or their business plan or their real or their long or their goals at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like you just need to really figure out what the fuck am I doing it for? Knowing your why is very important. Like th if you're going to start a product. So, so how do y'all usually, um, kind of go into, you know, what you want the price to be? Like, I think we all kind of know what our products are, but how do y'all go into like what you want the price to be, how you want to promote it, where you want to promote it? and who you want it to go to. I think there's more, like, even in on, on the product, because, yeah, you know what your product is, but you also have to know what your competitors are doing. If, mm. you're not, if you're not paying attention to that, then you don't know your product. If you're not paying attention to, like, if your product is even needed mm. in what you're doing, then you're wasting your time. Or if it's even an oversaturated market. Exactly. So yeah. why, why are you doing that? Like, you're wasting your time. If you're a YouTuber, you shouldn't be making... Um, cat videos because there, there's too many cat videos on the line for yours to pick up steam you know what i'm saying that's real like, that's, that's real shit but but my question would be there then even just for music 
like there are millions of music artists out there today. Yeah. So it's like should should the new upcoming person like attempt to go with what's trending or should they try to stand out on their own like i i think that's that's a huge battle just even with music or even just doing like videos like a lot of people got relationship blogs like vlogs and stuff like that like it's so over everything's oversaturated so it's like how can you make your product stand out yeah i mean i think this is a part that javon has touched on before but i don't this part is also not necessarily covered in the five P's, like what your goal is with it. Yeah. Um, if your goal is to make money, then you're asking, like, do you follow the trends? It depends on your place. Like, it depends on all these things, like what you have to do, um, whether or not you have to be trendy or whether or not you're trying to stand out. But all of that kind of comes over to, like, what is your end goal, basically? You have to figure that out first. Um but let's just assume that the end goal is to make money. We can say that. Of course. Right? Well, if that's if that's going to be the end goal, then it, just even staying on product, like you need to see, you need to see what your niche market would be, like who your target market is. That's and that's another thing that's important. So, if I'm creating, if if I'm going to be just a, another nigga to put out like trap soul type of shit, which mm -hmm. I kind of do, I would need to cater to the people who already like trap soul, mm -hmm. like and who would just going to take on another trap soul type of person because there is a space for that like there's a lot of people who just like the whole trap with r&b vibe there are thousands and millions of people that just like that sound so much yeah and and that's where music and being a creative well being music uh in music is different from just getting money like mm. and and being able to like because you can have a product and not be talented in in the product that you're doing but you're, you're able to sell that product because you're you set up your your business and you branded it correctly uh that people want to buy it so if you have a product and, and you're really trying to solve a problem that's that's available in the market then it, it's easier to do that if you're not trying music is you have to have talent attached to that if you're really solving a, a problem that's in the market because the problem would be talent mm -hmm. um, but gimmicks and and and, and connections to the get bullshit in. trends i it's, mean yeah it's not it's not even like like this needed like it's that's what's supposed to happen it, is you, the antics needed though i mean you're part you're, of promotion exactly you're appe you're appeasing the masses with that type of mm. music and that's what i mean if it's on a radio for everyone to listen to that's so that's why sense. niggas do it i mean we know people will stare at a car crash or a train wreck or something like that like yeah we we're a sick society attracts, we yeah, are we a sick society humans like in a yeah. way like so if you you know subscribe to it then it's not that hard to figure out what to do just do something wild i might need to do that with my t-shirt <laughs> with my hoodies and sweatshirts now Nah, that's real go do some crazy shit like. i mean but you can also do something wild visually you know what i'm saying true or like you know like in an artistic way it doesn't just have to be you know i'm gonna go slap somebody <laughs> you know like slap the fuck out of somebody and be like create build on nigga <laughs> like, yo. yo you got that on ig yo you got that on ig <laughs> exactly that would be a wild take, like just smack the fuck out of my nigga. Create build on, <laughs> get out of this chair now. Somebody in a Gucci shirt, you just got, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, true, true. Might have to slap the fuck out of somebody. Well, that's your whole campaign, right mm, there. Just came yeah. up with it in two minutes. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and if like you don't know what you call it, if you don't know that shit, if you don't know, like if you don't know your product, if you're not planning like this, right? If you're not taking the time out. And you're not finding out what your competitors are charging for you for the same shit that you want that want to do. You're not gonna be able to price your your item. Oh, or, yeah, definitely or not. Your music, or you're not. Mu again, music is gonna be certain shit. Is you have to price it at what the industry is pricing at, unless you want to find alternate ways to mm. do that. Well, I think for like brands, like I know, like a lot of like like even like podcasts, like they have like merch. Um, you have a lot of artists they sell merch you know, alongside with their brand. So I would say it is important to know like the price points that another artist is running or another platform is, you know, charging just because like you don't, you don't want to be overly priced and then you don't want to be at the lowest, but you want to be in the middle, like where you can still make, um, you can, you're still there in the conversation at the same time, you're not really losing. You still gain some type of profit. Like that's important. And a lot of people don't, like, me and my homeboy were having this conversation last night about merch. Like, we was just like, 
bruh, I would never, I would never disrespect you and be like, yo, you, you're paying fifteen dollars for your shirts to get made, and you want, you're charging ten bucks for them to get sold. That is a loss in profit. I was like, yeah, you damn right. I would never do that. But there are people who do that. Mm. Like there are people who are just doing it like, oh, you know, that's the only way that I'm gonna get them sold. No, it's not. Mm. Like, I think the main projection is confidence. Like, how confident are you in your in your product? How confident are you in your price? Because if you're confident, bro, the price is not going to matter. I mean, I've done sales before. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just 30 bucks. Things be like, oh, word? Oh, okay, cool. You take card? Yeah, I do. Like, just confidence. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I, I would already eliminate the high and the low and just look for that sweet spot, just from my perspective, from what I've seen works. Yeah, some people do come at it with a, you know, it's I'm selling it for 30 but for you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, you're like, cheapening your product. Yeah, you're cheapening yeah. your product. Price is important, bro. Price is important, and you also have to recognize, like, what the costs are to get to that price point, too. Like, if, if you're basically, you know, paying $20 when somebody else is paying $10 to get something made, like, that information isn't always shared. I'd link up with that person if they're paying ten bucks, like to get their shit made. They I'm may not 20. tell you if you're in the same space, the yep. same competitive space. You would think that, but you'd be surprised how many people. Depending on the industry and and the product you're moving, but in the clothing industry, I know a lot of people who have helped me out and hooked me up with like some people they go to, mm. like because it's kind of like you can. It's a shared space now. Like there are over six million shoppers online, mm-hmm. like. And there's a, like over like a hundred thousand e-commerce stores online today, so it's a big, it's a, it's a lot of market share to be had. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's a bro, a ton of market share to be had in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Why you think there are t-shirt brands popping up out of nowhere? Because they're doing the research and it's easy, mm-hmm. easy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Just like music, it's easy as fuck. Just, I mean, the music game, I don't think there's that much market share to go around though. There is absolutely a ton of market share because I think. And, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Vaughn. I'm just speaking out of opinions. But I think a lot of people that are coming up in music today, they focus solely on the U.S. market, bro. Mm. You got okay. Europe and shit all over there. And I ain't going to lie to you. You would be a star. Mm. Bro, you would be a fucking rock star. You like, I had an interview with a Japanese radio station that that's looking for new that was looking for new R&B talent. And they found my shit on SoundCloud two years ago. And I did an interview with them. That's hard. Like, that's not something I thought about. No, nobody sense. thinks about it in the states. Star, you would be a star. It's like going over to play basketball over over Fam, seas, man. Like they, nah, nah, real talk. Nah, he's not lying. I know niggas that did that too, and they would won the tournament. Bro, they, yo, why you think the ball players be going over there, bro? They be going over there because they know what time it is. They not, oh, I just got to dunk on a few niggas. It's like five inches smaller than me, nigga. Yeah, bro, he's a lad. Statues everywhere. <laughs> Dragons with his face. Man, they wrote on stories it. about him. They have songs about about Stefan. Yeah, he's Marbury definitely part there, of the bro. folklore over there. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. They they got a whole like they got a whole like folk song for his ass, like Stefan Marbury. But that makes sense. But how does somebody get into the international market at you, that point? You have to start doing the research, bro. Like, mm. I mean, even now, like. I'm not even focused really on the U.S. market. I've never been focused heavy on the U.S. markets, bro, whenever whenever I was doing music. Like, I never was focused on it because I'm like, gosh, I would love to get over there in, like, Japan or, like, get over there in China or get over there in Germany where I know they love hip-hop. They love black, like, artists. Like, they love black artists over there, bro. Like, Italy, love black artists. They have mad underground hip-hop clubs, like, out there. And I only know this because I've spoken with people that's live over there that are in the same industry that I'm in. It makes a lot of sense now that they you're saying this. Love the, but they love us. And it makes no sense how much they're willing to pay us. Hmm. Like, so I want to get over there where niggas is actually hungry hmm. for artists like me. And I'm going to get paid well. Okay. Versus... Trying to do this bullshit in a market that doesn't really pay attention unless the shit it has an antic behind it. I'm mm. um, not saying everybody in the U.S. market is like that, but there are a lot of people who can't get on so much in the U.S. market because too much, too much bullshit got to be had, bro. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's really place like the mm-hmm. third part of a uh, five P's, like just paying attention to. When you're planning this out with your product, you got your product, you got your price, but now 
where are you selling at? Where are you going to put that product? Is it going to be in Walmart? Is it like, are you going to try to go to the, your neighborhood store and pitch it for them to have your your hair product there? Like, are, where, like where are you going with your product? Where are you putting your music? If you want to be outside the U.S. market, why are you putting your music on U.S. platforms? And it's a dot .com. That means it's not. Uh, international. Yeah, that dot so, K. Yeah, I mean so that, yeah. Dot, that dot that net. The playlist that you're on, you shouldn't be pitching to U.S. playlisters. You should be pitching to U.K. You should be pitching to you should be pitching to these niggas out there. So like putting on showcases going, and shit and all that like out there. Exactly. Like you gotta you gotta wherever your market is, wherever like wherever I mean wherever your your product you want your product to to actually perform. Yeah. You have to write that shit out. I think niggas be scared. Honestly, bro, I, I think that it's... I'm not going to say it's easier to get over there. I just think niggas be scared to leave their own neighborhood. A lot of people have... My first time going like across seas was probably two years ago. That was my first ever experience. And I mean, like it opened my eyes to see like it's doable, but it's still... It's overwhelming. It's like 900. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, And it, it becomes a real thing, like cost and stuff. Like, How am I going to afford being over there for a week or two? It depends on where you at. Like so, the Japanese yen is a lot less than the U.S. dollar in currency exchange. Mm-hmm. So I could take like five hundred bucks in U.S. currency, and I think I think I actually tested it. Uh, five hundred dollars in U.S. currency amounts to about like shit. I think like twenty k in yen. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I got to go back on that. But it's it, the conversion is completely different out there. Mm-hmm. So. You can definitely make a living, and a lot of people they they save their money and they backpack out towards like Thailand, Japan, and stuff like that, and they like go to all these different like cultural events to try to get their shit off because they can actually afford it. Hmm. And if you're working a nine to five, it's important that you get some type of PTO benefit. Mm. No, you ain't getting no PTO over there. No, I'm talking about over here. Oh, to over go here, over there. Oh, for, for sure, for sure. Or just save your money, bro, and just and just. Save your money and, like I said, try backpacking for three months just to see what happens, bro. You could do that. That's I mean, a risky maneuver, though. Got to take risks, right? Got to take risk. The fuck you putting out your product for if you're not going to take a risk? And then, I mean, also, when you dial it back to anything, when you're selling trinkets out your room, you got to think about, all right, I can't drive. If you 18, 16, 18 years old, like, I can't drive. Like if you or I, I can't get to to someone and I'm want to sell this product that's gone and someone ordered it from New Zealand I can't just yeah drive you, over there yeah you gotta like, pay for that that shipping I have to pay for shipping how am I gonna get the shipping where's the boxing going in like mm. you have to know the postage labels that you're doing all of this has to be set up when you're thinking about your product and where you're gonna sell it at very like, true how am I getting it to my clients mm. very true um. I, I would say, like, you just, it kind of goes back to a point that um, someone said a long time ago. You just have to be prepared for any opportunity coming your way. Mm. Like, when you start in something, you should just never be like, oh. Because y'all saw that tweet that, that this nigga Russ put out, right, a few days ago, talking about, like, you know, any exec or anybody in the music industry telling you, preaching that you got to come up in your own city first before you could get seen by yeah. the world. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, I agreed with him, like, to the fullest, but at the same time, I did feel a little conflicted, because I'm like, well, fuck, like, I still gotta get exposure in my immediate area, so I can't just knock the opportunity to do so in a city full of a million people here in Charlotte, like, there are a million people almost here in Charlotte, like, why would I knock the opportunity to get exposure here, but I do feel I'm on, it's the internet, like, the internet could find you anywhere, so, like, as we're talking about placement, like, how can you take advantage of both? Mm. I think that's a key a key question here. Yeah, getting area to area is probably easier than it's ever been. Like, going from places that are your hometown to places that are not your hometown. And I think that's kind of more where his, uh, his kind of sentiment came from. And I also kind of felt kind of conflicted about it because I feel that it's important to give back to your hometown in some type of way. And oh, I don't for think sure. that part of the message was included in whatever he was saying. And I think that should have been included in some type of way, but that's just my opinion on it. Um, but his opinion on, like, you got to get out or you can get out of your city and blow up that way, like, yeah, it's just wherever, it's wherever you're marketing yourself. Like y'all are saying, like, go to these internet, like, 
have a broader mind scope than just your hometown. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's the key, key aspect. Absolutely. What would you, what would we, so, Vaughn, let me ask you a question. If I'm an artist, uh, you manage artists, bro, so I'm going to ask you. For, for those type of situations, what do you advise your artists to do if they're, like, trying to blow up here at the same time, like, get seen by the world? Like, what's some advice that you give them? I mean, you can't, you can't li- live behind, like, the computer, too. Like, so that's, it's, mm. a, it's a barrier on that, too. So it's, like, it's, it's really relative to what you can do. If you have the, the money to be able to go places all of the time, then you should do that. You should be performing everywhere. And the people that you know that's here or the fan base that you may have here that would be coming to your shows anyway, they're seeing that and they're spreading that. The mm. fact that you're performing in all these places and the people that may have not have gone to come to your shows, but they're watching you, they're seeing that you're performing in these other places and they're like, oh, he's serious. They're serious about their their craft. and That's important. Okay, I'm going to come out next time because he, he rocked that show over there. They, they These niggas don't even know. Yeah. That's my mans. <laughs> That's true. I guess I guess we forget about that like while we're in the mix though. Like even with this clothing brand, bro, like I it's, it's the clothing brand is finally starting to get some type of draw some type of awareness, I guess because the more I've worn it myself and I've actually put it together with different things, I guess it shows that confidence of like I'm going to rock my shit. So it inclines people to be like, "Oh, this is you." Like, "Oh, I like this. I like this on this color." To where it's like, "I'll buy it." Like I, I I definitely think that that's a way of placing it just directly in front of people, but also not sitting behind your computer, but taking little photo shoots, like finding places to go prep up, like that art museum that's in downtown Charlotte, it's in uptown Charlotte. Um, have y'all ever been in that one? The one that's got like the different like rooms and shit. I haven't been Are you there. Are talking yet. about the downstairs the one? Um, like yeah, it's yeah. like real it's like real like IG friendly. Honestly. Yeah, portal. like it's so dope, bro. So like I'm like setting up where if I can find the right cameraman. Portal. Or, it's called Portal. That there we go. Portal. portal. Yeah, like finding the right camera person just to go through and, you know, just put on some merch and just take photos, bro. You got yeah. the awesome scenery there set up for you. Like, yeah. and it's only like 17 bucks. Update your profile. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, that hard. That way you can just be also visually appealing to the world. Yeah. Um, as you're marketing it to social media. No, not too many people because I was going to use that. So you got your lap. Okay. Okay. My bad. I didn't mean to put out. Don't share that with your friends. I I mean to you know. Just you. Whoever's listening, just you. Don't tell nobody else. Don't tell nobody about that that spot that location. Keep that one in your in your back pocket and least until they change to the change the the exhibits that they. Because on IG, I've seen some rooms. I'm like, oh, that'd be fire. Like I didn't see, I didn't see some rooms, bro. I'm like, ooh, I was like, this would be fire. Like you ain't even got to have the most talented cameraman. Just tell your girl, hey, take a picture. Yeah, nineteen to get in. Not nah, man, I'll pay the I'll pay the twenty. Yeah. I'll pay the twenty. It's got paid today. Yeah. I'll pay the twenty. <laughs> God came through. God came through. Yeah, beautiful Saturday. But we were um but we were on place. So um just kind of wrapping that up a bit on place. Um well are we done with place? Like, yeah, you, I think the big thing yeah. is just broaden your, your mindset. Yeah, I feel like all like, this shit I'm reading, like we can go up to place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's about promotion. Like once you get everything where you want it to be and it's in the stores it's on amazon it's on it's on spotify if no one knows like it's just gonna sit there mm-hmm. like it's mm. just your it's just music that's just sitting there it's just a podcast that's just sitting there if you don't put it out there and let people know that it's there so so how would you go about the promotion aspect of it i mean we all work in marketing so i think we understand like the digital scope of it but i think sometimes like i said when you're in the mix of doing it you kind of get lost being like the average individual who don't really know much as, as we would know. So I've done the whole spammy shit. Dog, that shit does not work. Like, it used to work in Twitter. On Like, back when I was on Twitter, like in 2013, 2014, it would, like, the whole, like, adding such and such and just adding them, adding them, adding them, and sending him my music. It used to work, but, bro, it does not work today. Mm. Like, so... I mean, it's hard to know because, like, if you're doing all of these things, right, mm-hmm. um, and even you bringing up the example, like, we all work in marketing, but we all work in specific facets of marketing. Absolutely. So we can kind of see, like, what works in that specific facet. When you're working as the whole thing, you don't know which part is not working. You don't know if it's the product, if it's the marketing, if it's the 
if it's the place that you're putting it, if it's the people that you're giving it to, or how you're promoting it, you just don't know. Mm. Um, so I guess the the big thing about like how to do it is find the tools that'll allow you to see like you know those changes. Um, you have to look at analytics. You have to look at the numbers. Absolutely. Um, matter of fact, there there was there was one tool that I think there's a tool out there where you can kind of see how like it. I want to say it was Monday.com. Mm, I like that. I, I, I've seen that product. Yeah. I haven't used it yet, but I would like to start I want to say, I, I just read up on the product a bit. And from the looks of it, it's like, bro, you can like literally just manage out like your time. You can, you can set up different things like with certain postings, certain, certain updates and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like your personal assistant, mm-hmm. like in your pocket though. Like I think, I think that's how it is set up. So, I really do like that app a lot, so I'm, I'm actually probably just gonna give that a try to see how it helps me manage things with the clothing, helps me manage with the music, helps me reminds me on my parts and duties with the podcast. I'm just gonna see how it manages things, cause bro, sometimes I cross promotion on everything. It just drives me nuts every now and then. Right, uh, and like scaling out for music and everything. When you do, when you're promoting a product and you promote anything at all. Um, if you go back, if you've done the work, like setting up why you're even putting out the product to begin with, that means you have that written down. You know, mm. you know what problem your product is solving. So now that should be directly communicated in your promotion. Like that should be what you're putting out there is that this is what, this is why this is out here. This is why this is here. This is why this you should buy this shirt uh, rather than that shirt because there's thousands of shirts you can buy. There's thousands of songs you can listen to. Like, yeah, like, I'm giving 10% to X. Like, I'm doing this for this charity. Like, there's many things that you can be connected to in your brand that you have to think about way before you're, you're putting it out there, and that has to be a part of your promotion. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So kind of like accepting the cross-promotion and allowing that to just big up your brand even more. Is that what I'm understanding? It's, I don't think it's cross because everything is... If the goal is to get you money at the end, everything is not crossing. It's just adding to it. So mm-hmm. it's just as long as you separate it all, it's not going to feel like it's crossing because you already know that this is happening, this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm. Like you may be posting on different platforms on the same day, but it's it's not chaotic because you already have everything planned out because you know that this is going to lead to this market. This is going to lead to this um, I'm targeting this yeah. specific niche. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. People consume videos on Facebook, or but on Instagram they might like their story better because they can go back to it or they they can it, save the story. Exactly. I don't. Yeah. There's there's different there's different shit that you can do when you're when you're promoting um, your product that's way different than what you can do when you're doing music. But so like being spammy with your product could help you sell your product a little bit more because you're, you're putting your product in like, oh, someone's complaining about the prop, like the literal problem that you're solving with your product and you tweet underneath them with the link to your product, you might have a sale right there. Like, it's oh, like you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, I see what you're saying. It's like a form of market. Like, it's yeah. just a different marketplace, like the spam marketplace. Like, everybody that's doing that, they're competing against each other. If mm. you're going to go on to Facebook, that's that marketplace. Exactly. That you're, you know what I'm saying? I, I get mm. what you're saying, definitely. Being your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man on the web, that's basically what we got to be doing. Yeah, there's, yeah. Def- there's different schemes. There's a lot of ways to get the bag. You just got you have to commit to whatever you're doing, and you have to plan it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't just, oh, I, I, have, the, I have it out. Now I'm just gonna drop it, and then <laughs> they're gonna like it. They're gonna like it, and they're gonna buy it. They're gonna buy all of, all of my books on the first day, and uh, it's gonna sell out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess the idea is that people's time, like their attention span, is so small. It's like even the artist's attention span is small. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then they just move on to the next project, and everybody just moves on. Basically, if you can keep it up and keep like coming up with project after project after project, maybe that works. But otherwise, you gotta promote that that single one for a while until until it until it just tires people out Mm. that's a good question i don't know if it's until it tires people out until you run out of marketplaces Mm. i think today though that the people determine like how how long something stays around Mm. or how quick it just leaves Mm -hmm. like 
man, today's world, like, people legit, like, control everything that's going on. Yeah. And, like, literally, it's the fifth P because it's, that's how you're going to extend your product or and get those other ideas because you're bringing people into your organization. You're Facts. bringing in assistants. You're bringing in different departments and creating different departments that's going to handle uh, either creating new products because your product has run its course or because uh, mm. every product has a lifespan, even music. Oh, like, yeah. So, like, there's... This sound may dissolve within the next two years that exactly. we're hearing today. So, what's next? Who's got fresh ideas? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that kind of... It's like the counter is like, you know, a fashion industry where it's like somebody wants something that they can wear for, you know, a while. They don't want to have something that they're just going to wear for a day and then give up. Well, I, I, well, with that, too, in clothing, man, I mean, there are a lot of types of people out there, you know, some legal and illegal, that like to wear new shit every week. Hmm. I've seen it. Like, when I worked when I worked at Cost, like, I would see some of the same people every fucking week trying to see what we had new. Hmm. And I said, damn, I would love to be you for a day. Because <laughs> I would be freaking the, the stores. <laughs> like, I would be killing shit in the stores, bruh. How they do that? They return stuff or they just... No, they literally the come in the cop... Like, if we didn't have nothing new on the shelf, they weren't buying. Oh, that's a different type of money. Different... No, just... There are just people like that. Like, even people... Like I said, like, they, they either come from money or they... The type of job they have allows them to shop like that. Like, they look for new stuff. So, yeah, you got people who want to wear something for a long time. And then you also got those people who just... Yeah, I mm. like this, and then I want to buy something else. What you got? What's new? Mm. And, and that's like, that's really the branding of, of your store too, and and you as as a salesman, like, and that mm. and that that was for their product. But the same thing happens with when you selling your shirts, like that customer service of you coming up to me, talking to me, like, and 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 providing that. Oh yeah, you you got this shirt, or or if there was a mix up, or, and you shipped out a shirt that was a XL. And they was a, a medium. I'm sure you're not gonna give them hassle, like no. to be able to switch that out. And oh, you God, may man. even let them keep the the fucking XL. I'll send you there. another one. Yeah, like I'll take the loss. Yeah, like that's that's that customer service. That's exactly what like people are gonna you're gonna be able to add to like and getting customers back to you. Like, have you seen that with the like music and being able to? Have you seen someone develop into someone that repeat? repeatedly listens to your songs and shit yeah, like that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, and it's like, when you were bringing up the international conversation, that reminded me, like, that was, like, one of my first people that, shout out Anthony Essex. I was, like, one of the first people that, like, put me on to, like, you know, I'm going to promote you. Like, we're going to do a mixtape together, all this <laughs> type this of stuff. Is this nigga that signed you? Nah, 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 nah. Nah, this was a homie from overseas, <laughs> I guess the UK or something like that. But okay. he put, like, he was just trying to put me on to stuff, like had me on. I don't know if y'all remember Two Dope Boys or whatever. Yeah, had me on there and stuff. They like, had you on there for real? Yeah, like through like his mixtape series. It was like, yo, get on this or whatever. It's just like he was just showing love off the strength, like, like, yeah. You do well overseas, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. You got that overseas energy. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I fuck with it. In the cut, just chilling, laid back, but uh, come with some dope shit. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the that's their vibe over there. Um, but what were we just talking about, though? We were talking about people. People. Yeah. Talking about people, just how people respond to certain things. But you did bring up a good point. I, I, honestly, when you were bringing that up, I thought you were going to kind of go more so into, like, um, how people just are receiving you today, like, like whether it's performance or, like, have you seen people, like, repeatedly, like, show up to support you at any open mic or any showcase that you've, that you've done? Um, not since I've been out here in Charlotte, but I mean, in Richmond, it was just like, it was the community basically. Like mm. everybody shows up for everybody type of thing. That's hard. Um, we need more of that. Yeah. Um, we were talking to King Ashley about like the whole series that was going on out here that we met her at or whatever. Like when they would do that every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's like building a community in those type of ways are important to get those type of repeat, like eyes on you and stuff. And like, you know, just to get some feedback, you know things that you need to to keep going forward to to progress um yeah. you need some type of community definitely have you seen that out here nigga i just dropped today no <laughs> <laughs> like no nigga but but um but no I, I did i have seen um 
some old true fans like plug my shit on the gram you know shout me out shout out to y'all um i mean when i was in orlando and i was performing a lot there i always had like people like come out to support me and see what i was doing and they just you know always rocked with me so it's it's no no matter where i've lived at i've been able to still keep a few so that is a good feeling, like when you when you got people who's just gonna roll with you regardless. Kind of like the LeBron shit. Yeah. You know, niggas just like LeBron, so don't care if it's the purple or if it's just the white and, and crimson. Yeah, and it's important to spend time with those people in a certain kind of way. Like yeah. sometimes, like even yeah, if talk it's to just them. saying what's up, like yeah. just having a conversation, getting a drink or something like that. Shout out to homie Joe. Um, yeah, you just shout niggas out today. Just shout people mm-hmm. out, like you know what I'm saying, like yeah, showing love. Like that's that, what we do. You know what I'm saying, yeah, like love. that's what's gonna get people to come back, get them to feel like they're part of your story and all that. Like it's important. Yeah, every every artist has that. A hundred percent. You like you create that community, and even like in any business, you would have to create that community. That's what the Facebook pages and all of that is for. That's why anybody should have a. If you have a business, you should have a Facebook page. There's no reason why you don't. Like, and just ha- housing all of your information, housing all of your events, putting out, like, just filling it all out just to make sure that you have something that's out there. Invite all of your people that's your friends on Facebook. Even if you don't know these people, just invite all of them mm. to, like, your page. Like, that's, like, if you're, this is your business, you believe in it, then make sure that it's out there. Make sure that everyone can see it and uh, knows what, exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just to... Just to validate just both of y'all's points there, and I've seen this with my own eyes, bro. Showing love to just people you don't fucking know, well, bro, they receive that shit, and they give it right back to you. Yeah. Like, gosh, it's it's so crazy how that works. Like, just by you just showing love. Like, it's amazing, too. It gotta like, be genuine, though, too. It's gotta be genuine, gotta yeah, be yeah. Genuine. You can't just be like, oh, yo, let me fuck with you just so I can get something out of it. Nah, it's like, when you, like, genuinely just talk to people, no matter what status they are of... Just no matter what they look like, man, that shit like transcends over, bro, and then it just comes back to you. Mm. Like, and mad people will stand behind your shit. Yeah, I've seen it. I think artists generally look for getting the love first before they show the love. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta you, you gotta dead that way of thinking. Yeah, it, it, especially like if you're not like an established artist yet, like you. Even if you are established, I feel like just from a just from an artist perspective, you got to dead that way of thinking because like that's how you're one gonna lose out on opportunities to network and record with other dope artists out there um, because they've heard about your reputation, mm-hmm. and you're gonna lose out on sales opportunities. I, I hate to use you know um, genuine behavior as a sales tactic, but it still is a form of sales. Like genuine behavior is like. You know what I mean? Why you think people fall for like cute puppies and shit that get rescued? Yeah, it's I genuine mean, behavior, but niggas niggas will buy into that person now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every industry like they feed into some type of personality. You yes, know what I'm saying and yes. genuine behavior is part of your personality. Absolutely, so it's part of the product nowadays. Like everybody's buying based off of all these things now. Like your personality is going to play a factor into it. Definitely, your That's story right. and how they feel about it. Yeah. And if we were wrapping up and everything on on uh, this first topic, yeah, like I think product, like making sure that you have those five P's locked down when you first start thinking about whatever you putting out, like when you first want know that you starting a business or you starting a music career or you're starting a project, like you're starting content, exactly whatever what's happening with it, exactly. Like you write down what's your product gonna be, you write down what pricing that you're gonna put it at. Mm-hmm. You play, you make sure that you got your places straight um, and where it's gonna be uh, distributed. Uh, have that promotion ready, like your your marketing strategy and everything there. And make sure your everyone knows who um, who's involved, what their roles are, mm-hmm. how they will help you out. If they if they don't know to market your shit, like you haven't sent them the promo, you just expecting them to share it off the strength. That's honestly that's not as as aggressive and it's not as believing in your product as texting them if you have their number it's not assuring at all like exactly yeah. how how are they go- you just want them to just oh he must want me to share this too no 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 send that to send send whatever your product link is to your friends and say can you post this and if they he don't want me to share it too and if you if they don't all right bet and they they but at least they are ignoring your your net message or they're giving you a reason why they won't yeah or they're posting it 
like you're gonna get more people to post your shit like yeah. that. Damn, you know that just took me back to when I used to send like just drop my music off into girls DMs, <laughs> <laughs> and they just leave it on scene. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, are, is she gonna share it? Like, what is she gonna do with it? She just, she just saw it and then just didn't respond. Like, not yeah. even if, if it's a good job. Like, what? Yeah, that becomes the feedback. Right? Yeah, that becomes that's, that's my answer right there. Yeah. That shit hurts a little bit, boy. That hurts my pride. That hurt my pride. I don't, I don't go in people's DMs no more. I promise. That was before I got married, before I got in a relationship, but that was my marketing strategy back then. Just mm-hmm. sliding in the DMs, dropping it. That shit worked a little bit, but yeah. Um, but yeah, glad glad we were able to have that conversation. Um, man, really, really, really glad we were able to have that. But just kind of wrapping things up on this episode here. Um, just want to hear a little bit about what are what are niggas looking to do? You know, in the next like month. Um, Vaughn was saying off mic that um, that fall. I mean, October is his favorite month of the year all the way until Christmas. Yeah. So I know he must have something crazy in the tuck. That was a... <laughs> Break it down. Break it I'm, down, nigga. I mean, no, I mean, it's not anything planned. Oh, you don't got anything crazy? <laughs> oh, I was, was thinking this nigga had like a master plan, not, like a real scheme. That was like... definitely an off the record. Kind oh, that was just, oh, my bad, that's, my bad, that's my crazy, bad. Dog. That's crazy, <laughs> I thought he had like a... That's crazy. I thought he had like a, a drop for us or something. I'm like, oh, he's got that's something... crazy. Something dope in the tuck, my bad. Nah. Nah, I would feel proud about that too. <laughs> Oh. I feel that. Well, I love fall just because like that's when some of the best music comes out. Yeah, I'm a binge watch the NBA. Oh, uh, yeah, that's gonna too. be fun. Knicks games, Kings games. <laughs> no games for me. Just college basketball games. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of like the NFL and NBA. We move for in college basketball. I mean, I'm a Tar Heel fan, mm. but I also like Kentucky. Knicks would be. <laughs> You know, I also, I also like Baylor, too. Baylor's kind of dope. I like Baylor. I fuck with Syracuse sometimes. Yeah, Syracuse, I, I don't yeah. really fuck with Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. UConn's, UConn's good, though. I like UConn. Yeah. Yeah, UConn's fire. Whoever's the um, next uh, freshman superstar, I'll probably follow that team for Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be paying attention to see who can fill Zion's shoes. Yeah. I will. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Zion does in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. He better not get hurt. I might, I might watch some Pelican games. I'm going to be tight if he get hurt. <laughs> I'm going to watch some Pelican games, bro. For yeah. sure. For sure. But, yeah. So, just wrapping that up, man. Um, Shout out to... Uh, oh, shout out to Jewel Dean. I didn't even get a chance to play her shit. But shout out to her. Um, really dope singer and songwriter out in Houston, Texas. Love her music. Y'all should check her out. Look her up on SoundCloud, Spotify, all that shit. It's Jewel Dean, J-E-W-L, then Dean spelled regularly. She's hard. Oh, damn, you got that enunciation. Right. Um, I fuck with the indies. Yeah, yeah. Like shout indies. out Big Kahuna, OG, and Fly Anakin putting out crack with damn, that holly water. The sauce mm. of a shout out, nigga. That holly water is hard, and I'm on two of the tracks, <laughs> so I got to put the oh, sauce Oh, okay. You plug- <laughs> Why you ain't play your shit? I don't got the... um. See my oh uh, yeah 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 oh I don't got you the got aux, the you know what I'm saying uh, I gotta have an adapter the secret stuff. agent phone yeah you can't plug into my shit ah okay yeah. um but shout out them tape is cracked so far um go get the vinyl fat beats um big Kahuna OG and fly Anakin Holly Water straight out of Richmond go cop yeah go cop Holly Water that's my shout out too hey. Well, that's it, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Socially Capable Podcast. We will see y'all next week. Peace.